especially as people prepare for the next year, it's about just getting real, separating the facts from the feeling of, am I doing really what God has told me to do? In, in your assessment, there's two parts. We've kind of covered it. The first part is you realizing. Welcome, everybody, to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast, your place to build your faith and master your craft. In this conversation, we're going to be helping you finish the year strong and prepare for 2024. And to have this conversation, my guy CJ is here with me. How you doing, sir? Feeling really good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Now, you were a guest recently on the pod, yeah. but I'm going to ask you, just since this is our new tradition, yeah. what are you currently being intentional with to grow? Being good at the middle. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best when you're at the middle of your story. So, like, everybody who likes a good book knows that there's, like, this rising action. Right. And then there's this climax, this denouement. Like, this is, this is the big moment. And we love celebrating the big moments, but we're we're not as good about understanding all of the work that it takes it to be in the middle. And so that's why I'm really excited about the topic we're talking about, because I am excited. You're about to be like my personal coach here about how you think we should end this year and get ready for the next. Oh, I like that. I like that. First of all, I love that because I believe, one, no one ever loses by being intentional. That's why, like, I I'm gonna start asking that question to yeah. my guests. Like, I have not heard or seen any single person, human being on this earth, that has actually gone wrong by being intentional with anything. Yeah, right. That's number one. Number two, I love that it's focusing on the middle, which means I interpret that as process. Yeah, understanding that there's just a process to this thing. Understanding that when it comes to where I am and where I want to go, there is a middle. But there is a necessary process yeah. there, right? I call it the success process, yeah. which means the success process where most people think it's a linear thing where they think, oh, you know, every plan I make is going to work because I pray about it and I sow a seed on it and everything like that. No, it's going to be bumps. There's going to be lumps. There's going to be tears. There's going to be anger. There's going to be everything else in between. Yeah. But everything that is in that middle is so necessary so that when yeah. you do get there, when you do reach success, whatever that is, whatever you define for yourself, yeah. you have the foundation to handle it. You have the capacity to properly steward that success where it's not just like, you know, you you never want your success to be like a fluke. Yeah. You want your success, you want to get there and know you have the tools to stay, you know? And, and I think that's in terms of, number one, when you're thinking about finishing the year strong, it's really just understanding like, listen, giving yourself a level of grace to say, look, this year... And then again, you got to look yourself in the mirror and really yeah. understand, did I give it everything I had? With the information I had, did I do my best? And I think if you can honestly look in your mirror and say yes, then you really shouldn't have, you should not feel the weight of, oh, well, I was supposed to do this and it didn't happen. I should have did that and it didn't happen, right? Like if you're able to really be like, you know what? I had a good year. Yeah. Like overall, like, yes, I made some mistakes. Yes, I didn't, you know, didn't keep up with things the way I probably planned to, but if you can just say, you know what, I did the very best at, call it 80% of the year, I did yeah. my very best. Like to me, you should have peace just internally. And once we settle that part, yeah. now we can get into the more practical, you know, we'll call it into the weeds of the actions. Yeah. Right. And so I think number one is getting real with that. So the emotional part. And so I'll ask you just yeah. when you think about your year, where are you at in that scale? Where are you at when you can, can you, when you say, if I ask you, you know, CJ, how have you done with your year? Can you say you did your best this year? What's the percentage? Okay. 
I, I think I think I'm at a pretty good percentage. I think for seventy percent of the year, I'm gonna give myself a pretty good grade. Seventy? I like that. Um I knew where I was going. I had actionable goals. I worked through the hard things that came up as life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, unfortunately, I think it's our instinct to focus on the negative part. Absolutely. And so you could, I, I think if most people did the assessment, if, if they looked back over the course of their year, the majority of it was good. The majority of it, you were with family, with friends. You're you're working at your job. You're making a difference. You're you're impacting your community, even if it's in small ways. You're leading, even if it's just yourself. You're doing that well. But I think the difference is made in that other percentage of time when we're when we're sad and we're going through trials. And I think it's easy to get off track because uh, it's it's hard. Honestly, yeah. It, yeah, it's as simple as it being hard. No, it, it definitely is, and I think to even earlier, right? Number one, it's separating the fact versus the feeling, mm. right? Because to your point, most people really did not have as bad as the year as they felt they did. Yeah. Right? And I think it's funny. All of our podcasts kind of seem to start the same way. It's, it starts with a hearty self-assessment where it is, it's an assessment of not just what you've accomplished, um, but the things that it required for you to accomplish those things. Yes. You need to give yourself enough credit um, for when the thing was hard and you persevered and you didn't think it was going to come through and then it did. I think oftentimes the hard things in our lives happen in that way. And it's super easy to be get on the other side of it and be like, whew, did it. Yeah, 100%. So it always starts with this kind of heart check, this heart posture, this um, health posture that says, okay, I'm going to honestly understand where I've come from. Because if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're you're going. That's a fact. And I think, and you mentioned it, what did you accomplish? Yeah. Like, I think that's the next question. It's, okay, did you do your best? Where you're at in that scale. What did you accomplish? And again, this is all, we're still in fact. Yeah. We're in the fact category. We're not feeling. Yeah. Right? Because- it's so funny. I'm good at doing this for others. I'm terrible at doing this for myself. That's why I need people like you in my Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to things you've accomplished, right? It, you know, if I were to use me as an example, I got married, I got ordained, both my businesses grew exponentially. Um, I'm happy. Yeah. Like those are facts. Like that's not that's not a oh, I felt like, oh, we should have done more, I should have yeah. hit this mark. And it's like, cool, I can feel all that. But these are the facts of like what actually happened. This is what was accomplished. And I think we even have to go another step further. What did it take to get married this year? Right. That was like, that's, yeah. What did it take to be ordained this year? Mm -hmm. And you got to give yourself credit for that stuff too. If you work at a bank and you're not auditing the credits and debits in a way that's like legitimate, your account's always going to be off. Yes, always. So, so you need to do the work to be like, okay, no, it's not just that you got married. You married someone who is amazing. And that amazing so person and you worked with your families to put together an event where you invited hundreds of people. They all came to celebrate you, to see the love and to see you guys walk into the next step of your life. Audit it correctly. Like let, let's mm-hmm. let's put the figures no, correct. No, one hundred percent. But I think, and that's even the the next step. You're right. That yeah. is the deeper part. Because now, when I'm able to see, you know what, 
I actually really did do a lot. Yeah. And, and one of the things, and I, I think I told you this, but one of the things that God really just shocked me with this year, you know, beginning of the year, you know, I've been praying. I said, Lord, what's my, what's my, what's my word? What's yeah. my word on the year? You know, I tried, I'm trying to, you know, have a word for the year. And he said, increase. Mm-hmm. So your year for the year, your word for the year is increase. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I was shouting all around my house. Hallelujah. Yeah. Increases in my house. Right. And, you know, going through the year. And of course, you know, I was engaged at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, I was working at business, planning for the symposium now and stuff like that. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, increase, Laura. So you, it's, it's about to happen. But then just trial, trial, test, test, tribulation, tribulation. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, I'm holding on faith. All right, Lord, yeah. increase is coming. Increase, increase. But then you reach the point where so much stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus, you said this is my year of increase. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> right? But then I remember he told it to me so clearly. He said, I'm increasing your capacity, not your possessions. And I said, oh, like, yeah. <sighs> Look, so here's 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 the thing with God. He's he's to me, I think he's extremely funny. I think sometimes we pray for increase and he's like, got him. Like he he okay, I'm gonna increase your frustration. I'm going to increase the amount of work you have to do. You want increase? I'm gonna now you have to deal with your wife. Increase. Yes. So you you your prayers are being answered. For a long time, I prayed, God, let me be excellent. And I was like, why do I keep getting tested? Yeah. I'm, oh, to be perfected. Okay. That's so, good. <laughs> I was say, I was just about to mention that. James 1. Yeah. That's right. So I, I think we have to have sincere prayers and then realize that there's a cost and a, that comes with all of them. Yes, because there's always there's all there's there's always two sides of the coin. Yeah. Right. There's two sides of the coin. Like, and, and you you mentioned it. If you want to be a millionaire, there are some things that come with being a millionaire. Yeah. You're paying way more on taxes. You're probably going to, your friendships are going to change. Your entire lifestyle changes. Everybody wants to be rich until yeah. it's time to pay. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's the same thing. You can go down the list with a lot of things. Everybody wants to be married, right? Wonderful. Marriage is wonderful. Let me be very yeah. I love it. Yeah. But there are some changes. There's some pruning necessary. Yeah. That there, there are some. I don't even want to say negatives because that it may, may make it sound away. Like no, there, there's some negative. Yeah, like there's some there's some takeaways. Yeah. There, there's there's give and there's some take. Yeah, right. With every single decision that you will ever make, and I think it is when we actually start to understand those things and start to think about okay, right, praying those sincere prayers, Lord, I'm asking you to increase me. I'm praying specific prayers, Lord. I'm asking you to increase my business. I'm asking you to increase my ability to love. I'm asking for you to help heal my family. Whatever it is that you're praying for, yeah. You have to also be very just understanding yeah. of, well, in order for you to have a healed family, yeah. there's going to have to be some really hard conversations. There might be some blow-ups. If you want more money, then I'm going to have to really discipline you with yeah. your current money habits aren't working, so I'm going to have your account be overdrafted. Yeah. Like, you have to understand there's everything. Like That's why I tell people all the time, I have no desire to be a billionaire. Yeah, I have no desire. Like That's great. Like If somebody wants to do it, have a blast. Yeah. But I just feel like, I don't feel like having all that power yeah. because it's the billionaires that, if I just had to guess, the world leaders are calling them. Hey, we need you to do this. Endorse us here. Hey, yeah. you need it. I don't feel like doing it. Like, I have no desire for that. Yeah. Like, I don't need all that. But I know that because I have a good understanding of what it could gain me. Billion dollars. I mean, shucks, there's really nothing I wouldn't be able to do in the world. Yeah. That's great. 
but I also don't feel like getting calls from the president of the United States. I don't feel like getting calls from some other country's president needing me to do whatever. Yeah. I just don't want that. So for me, multimillionaire, that's where I want to be. Yeah. I have my number. I'm not going to share it publicly, but you know, <laughs> when I'm there, y'all know, you'll know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But, but real talk though, it, yeah. it's, it's actually taking accurate accounting yeah. for what it is that you're actually asking for. Mm-hmm. So that way, when it is time to be in that middle, you understand it. You can't, you can count it all as joy. I think sometimes we'll say prayers to God and we'll ask for things. And then the things we lose feel, God, I want to be married this year. And then you lose the relationship you're in. Yeah. God, God answered you. hundred percent. hundred percent. And so it's, it's starting to get accustomed to sometimes that the answers to our prayers, God just expand this business and he closes it. Like sometimes we have to do a real accounting of man looking back when you have that hindsight when you, when when the years do pass and now you're in 2024 and beyond and you can look back and this is like if I didn't lose that person I couldn't get this one. Yes. If if my this business didn't close, I wouldn't have been ha- been able to start this one. And you you see how God kind of when He stands outside of time, Oof. and then He looks down at us, and we're like, God, where are you? And He's like, It's it's getting good. Like, yes, we're getting close. Right. That that heartache, that 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 pain, that that struggle, it's it's a part of a process, and you don't see it yet. Right, you don't. You but don't it's going to be it. the very thing that leads you into the next thing. Yes, that is the the answer to the prayer in a way that you felt like it should have been answered. And, and I love that you said God is the one who stands outside of time. Yeah, like I've been thinking about this like for a long time because you know I'm preparing for the yeah. symposium and stuff, so I'm thinking about you know just the opening and everything like that. That's the reason. Like how you just said that is exactly why I don't tell people to put a time on your goals. Yeah, like th- there shouldn't be because ultimately, like it'll happen when God says. Yeah, and so often people make the arrogant mistake to try to tell God the creator of time when he should do something with something he created. Yeah. Like, no, 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 that's not how this works. He's called you to something. You just focus on the middle. He will worry about the time. Yeah. I think you might've said it in the the sermon this past week that every delay is in our favor. Like in, in your assessment, there's two parts we've kind of covered it. The first part is you realizing like what happened this year, doing that assessment and then making, just kind of being honest about what it cost to, 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 to do this year, to have these experiences. And you can, you can come out of that being very positive or negative. I think generally when you look at it and you really assess yourself, you're going to see that you did a lot of good things. And the majority of the year was pretty good. Agreed. And then you need to start doing this kind of understanding that time is long. Yes. And wide, mm-hmm. and if you if you continue to work towards the goals that you have and the vision that God's given you, eventually it, it's going to come to a solution. And all the things that you've learned, all the experiences that you've had, are going to be the things that are going to make you successful enough to stay there. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I think even to your point, right? Like I've had so many moments after my year where I think about everything that I'm preparing for, where it was only because the changes, it was only because of the inconveniences and the delays that give me the confidence that I have now to prepare 
for in this case 2024. Yeah. Because there are a lot of delays, brother. Mm. Oh my God. Spoken and unspoken. Yeah. Plenty. But it's because I dealt with them and I went through them that now as I move forward towards 2024 and yeah. just beyond, I'm like, okay, I already know what it's like to lose it all. Yeah. I already know what it's like to have a really great idea and nobody believe in it. Yeah. I, I know what it's like. Yeah. So now that honestly frees me. There's there's a freedom I have now because it's like, listen, even if it happens again, I know exactly what to do. Yeah. And because I know who I am in, in terms of who God's really created me to be, and I believe it. That's what I preach about. Like, I believe. Yeah. Right? I don't need to see it. Like, I believe it deep down here. Can't nobody change my yeah. mind about it. Now, when it comes time to actually do the work and prepare, I'm able to look at my today because I'm already preparing for next. And even in the in that preparation process, it allows me to look at today and be like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm able to look at today and be like, okay, truthfully, what do I need to change? Yeah. Truthfully, what do I have to do better at? Yeah. Right? Like, I know one of the things that I have to do better at, just from my ear, I have to do better at getting back to people. Oh. I have to do better at that. I don't like that either. Yeah, like, I like I, it's one of those things that, like, I, I think I do better than most. Yeah. But again, because I'm preparing for next, I know that in order for me to get there, yeah. I have to do this way better. Even though I may be above average, yeah, right. But I still have, like I. That's one thing for me, and I'm still assessing. Um, but that's one thing where I'm like, okay, I, I want to do better at that. Like, yeah. I want to reach back out to people. Like when I say I'm going to get this to you, I want to get it to them earlier. Yeah, and I say like, you know, th- those are the little things. Um, and I think even too, to kind of a little bit off a tangent, the higher you go, the 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 smaller the list gets of things to improve. Like the 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 more minutiae you have to go through yeah. to actually find that tweak. Because yeah. it really are the small details that make the biggest difference. Like that's a cliche saying, but it really is true. Yeah. Look, so you had had your word. So the year that of uh 2023 for me has been a year about collaboration. Mm-hmm. You go further with with people with you. Um and God kind of gave me an early kind of view of what my word is for next year, and it's discipline. I was like, that is not as fun as collaboration. Right. Um, but I think it's important because I think that's the next step. After you kind of done this assessment, you've realized where you are and where you're going. Now it's the work. And now it's about being, and it's not being cruel. It's not being, it's not pushing forward farther than or faster than you should. It's about Man, I've learned so much. Use the stuff that you've learned. Often people are waiting for another another revelation from God. And oftentimes the answer is just do what you were supposed to be doing before. Right. Um, right. Keep on doing it. Do it ad nauseum and do it until you start to see the progress that you want to see. We we know it and it's clear in like weight loss. And it, it, it's about being consistent and being disciplined and saying, I, I, I know where I'm going, so I can't make this choice anymore. That choice makes me feel good. It makes me feel comfortable, but it's not going to serve me anymore. And so if I keep on doing it, there's going to be no one I can blame if I wasn't disciplined but myself. 100%. Because God God can be like, man, you're praying to God, man, I don't want this disease anymore. And then you're you're eating the same things that right. cause you to have the right. disease, like, and that's and that's the work part of faith. Yeah, that's the work part where we actually have to do it. And I think even for the people that you know, they may be hearing us and they're like, "Well, that's that's hard. Like, I don't know how to do it." Like, number one, 
you have to actually take the time to actually spend time with God and spend time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like an action step that's not really talked about much, particularly yeah. in church, just because like that's just assumed. So like, let's take the time now to just say like, hey, wake up a little earlier, <laughs> so get a notebook if you got to, but actually like sit in silence for yeah. a little bit and think, right? Because I, I, I believe thinking is the one thing that people forget to do. Like take the time in your mornings in the middle of your day at night, whenever it works in your schedule, but actually take the time in a consistent manner to spend time with yourself and God. Yeah. So that way you can actually do those self-assessments that we actually always talk about. Um, and you just able to give yourself better footing because there are people, you know, they wake up, let's say they got a log on at 9 a.m. They're waking up at 845. Yeah. And it's like, they're just like rushing. And then they're wondering like, I don't know what to do. Well, give yourself some more time <laughs> to actually figure it out. Number yeah. one, give yourself some time to actually hear from God and actually hear whatever he may be telling you to do. And you probably not, you you might be, and I, I like how you said it, is two things that might be at work if you're not hearing from God. Yeah. Number one, he's telling you, you should just be doing what I told you to do the last time. Or number two, you moving so fast, God is not even going to waste his breath to talk to you. Yeah, you're not listening no way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look. It, it's hard though. So I, I get it. I, I think when I heard that word from my, myself, I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Because it's it's going to mean that I have to make choices. It's it's going to mean that I'm not always going to like what I'm doing, but I know that what I'm doing is going to be good for me. Yeah. Um, and, and that's uncomfortable. And really what ends up happening is you, you don't realize how entangled some of your choices are to some of your trauma or to just just life being hard. I, I laugh all the time. They're like, your harvest is coming in. And then you're like, yeah, my harvest is coming in. And you go to work the next day and you're like, this harvest is going to come. And God's like, yeah, you're, you're planted right there. Right. Go, go to work every day. Be excellent. Right. Be excellent in what you do. Go to the gym after. Stop eating things you're not supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. Take care of your family. Spend mm-hmm. time with them. Put your phone down. Like that—that's the solution to the majority of the majority of oh oh my goodness yeah and but that doesn't feel as fun as like you're gonna get that check and it's gonna come and guess what he can do that and he does do that but also know what check you get the one from work every week and if you do your job really well even if it's the case where the 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 place that you're in is toxic or not working toward somebody's gonna see it or you're gonna get an opportunity because of your hard work to do something else right so oftentimes when we get into these new years, it's so easy for me. It's about February. I'm like, well, yeah, I did really great. Right. Let me put off the gas just a I'm little not, bit. Jim, every other day, <laughs> three weeks. I haven't been there. Yeah. So, so just understand that once you have this goal, once you have this big thing, you can call 2024, whatever you want to call it. And you really should go to God and see like, what, what's the thing you need me to work on this year. But once you have it, Work at it. Yeah, and, and, you know, when you said that, it made me think of um, where in the Bible where it says, in order, for, if you want God to trust you with much, he has to be able to trust you with little. Yeah. And and I understand that if I were to give, like, the, the Trev version of that, yeah. it's God needs to be able to trust you when it's inconvenient 
So that way he can really trust you when everything is convenient. Yeah. And and it, it is that test, right? For the person that's like, you may have a toxic work environment. You may absolutely despise your coworkers. Yeah. You may despise everything around you, but can God still trust you to do what you're supposed to do? And that's where, you know, people play like the the small mind games or yeah. blame games within themselves. They're like, well, I can't possibly show up happy because everyone here is, but it's like, no. Can God trust you when it's inconvenient yeah. to still do what he's telling you to do? Because it is all of our heart posture. Yeah. And especially as people prepare for the next year, it's about just getting real, separating the facts from the feeling of, am I doing really what God has told yeah. me to do? Like, And not blaming the reason why I'm not doing it on, well, such and such didn't do that, but such and so said, yeah. said that to me and I didn't like it that way. Like, Can we honestly say okay, I'm, I've been doing all that God called me to do. Mm. Like, there's no reason why just because you don't like your job that you're not praying in the morning. What's stop? Like, yeah. but people do that, right? They'll say like, well, I don't have time to pray in the morning because I just can't stay in my job. How does that work? What yeah. does that have to do yeah. with anything, right? Like, and I think that it's, it's when people get to the point in their life where they're able to make time and really be honest with themselves mm. about, no, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? If yes, great. Yeah. What tweaks need to be made? But if you haven't even gotten to that point, we got to go back and get back to work. Like, that's what you should be doing now to prepare for next year. Look, this is my caution. And it's one of my biggest fears. The parable of the talents. When the servant received the one talent, and he's like, you know what? I'm so afraid of what's been given to me. They know what I'm going to do. Super smart. I'm just going to bury this talent. And then when he comes back, this gracious master, I'm going to give him back. Mm -hmm. I didn't lose anything. He calls that man wicked. Because guess what? What's worse? I truly believe if he lost it, he would have been like, you tried. (laughs) I agree. So, So be careful. Because God doesn't respond to you not using your gift in the way that you think. He's not going to be like, I got it. It was so hard. He's going to say, you, you, didn't, you didn't try? Right, you didn't try at all. With what I gave you, you didn't try anything. You, you, you were so humbled by the fact that other people had more that you didn't try with what you had? Because guess what? I think I'm a good one-talent guy. People see me, they're like, you're pretty talented. I'm like, I'm really good at at like a small group of things. But guess what? I'm going to use those talents. Yes. I I heard a preacher say, look, I'm going to talk it. And guess what? I'm a preacher. And so this one talent makes his family millions of dollars. So don't despise these small things because they're the very things that are seeds to to a life that you could uh, beyond your imagination. Mm Mm-hmm. So be careful. Man, you, you got me so excited. I'm over here. I'm trying not to give up my, my symposium talk. Boy, this is so good. Well, that's one of like my favorite parables in the Bible yeah. because I believe there are so many people that exist in that parable. Yeah. There's so many people because not enough people, and I was thinking about this. I think this would be a good message. Not enough people talk about the pressure that the people with the five talents and the 10 talents mm. had. Anytime that story is brought up, who do yeah. we always talk about? Yeah. The person with the one. What about the person that had the 10 and probably had some knowledge of, oh gosh, I have to double this. Yeah, I have to do something with this. That's pressure. That's real. It really pressure. Is. But because he was willing to say, you know what, 
for some reason, I've been trusted with this. Let me do something with it. And to your point, I agree with you. I don't think if if they had tried, the master would have been happy. Yeah. But you need to do something. And God is never going to give us something. Like he, God is not going to waste his resources. No. He's not. And he's he's not going to waste his he, he did not waste his gift on us. He didn't waste his purpose on us. Yeah. Like he created us for a purpose. And so if we just are like, well, God, I know you gave has have given me this mind to do this, or you've given me this gift yeah. to do that, but it just seemed perilous out there. So I just I just did it in my room. Yeah. I just, you know, you've given me a talent to sing, but I just always sang in the mirror in my room. Like, you know, I'm doing it. And God's like, that's not what I that's I didn't give you your gift for that. Yeah. Like, what you know, and I think that's where and, and I love this conversation because that's where people need to understand, okay, what have I been given? And it's it's the sooner you're able to get to understand what have you been given yeah. that you're able to now understand what you need to invest in. Because when you when you understand what God's given you, then you're like, all right, Lord, I gotta get you a return on this, yeah. whatever it may be. And again, it could all fail, but you have to have tried. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Yeah, you you have to try because ultimately God is going to honor the attempt. Because he's a God that can provide anything. So yeah. if you lose it, if you lose something, if you make a mistake, that's what is that to God? God yeah. cares about the heart. That's not a matter of whether you're in the black or in the red. Yeah. Like God's going to say, okay, I gave you this. What did you do with it? Did it? Again, can I trust you when it's inconvenient? Can I trust you when you're scared? Yeah. Can I trust you to do what you're supposed to do, what I've called you to do, even when it doesn't make sense? Because it's only then that I'll then be able to bless you and give you all that you need when everything lines up the way you want it to, the way you've been praying to me about. And from there, that's where victory comes. That's where real success starts to happen. And again, it's it's a process. I'm, I love repeating. I love understanding how, how we got here. You First, you do that assessment, that internal assessment of your year. Man, what did I do? What did I accomplish? What were the goods? What were the bads? Then you start to say, with this, all this information, what I've learned from all these failures and all these successes, let me look forward. Let me see what's going to be happening next. And then you take all that information and you're like, okay, now I have a direction to walk in. You start to do the assessment. Something comes your way. Oh, that's a job offer, but that doesn't align with this goal that I have. So I'm not even worried about that. That was really great. Thanks, but that's not where I'm going. You start to take the steps. Make do the work. You're disciplined. You're consistent. You're showing up at your work. You're showing up for your family. You're showing up for yourself because we forget to do that. Oh yeah. And and then and then you got to be resilient and know that your that this vision that you have is undergirded by a God that controls the very universe, who has cattle on a thousand hills, who is bigger than all of us, who is better than all of us, and who, again, sits outside of time enough to see how everything that happens to us is going to be for the better of us. That's so good, man. And then then it's not so scary anymore. It sure isn't. And so then you name your year. You call it what it's going to be. You choose to kind of go for big things bigger than you ever expected. And you'll be surprised the next year when you do this assessment, when you're at the end of 2024 and everybody's like, oh, this year sucked. And you're like, can't relate. (laughs) Right. Can't relate. Sorry. (laughs) No, but that's real. And I think that's super, super helpful. And I think, and I always love, like, I really love this pod because 
you know, again, it really does blend the faith piece and the work piece. Like, that's why I always say the purpose of this pod is to help build your faith and master your craft. Because again, faith without works is dead, but you got to have a hope in order to have faith. And so that's what we're talking about when we're thinking about, you know, finishing the year strong and how to then prepare for next, which in this case is 2024. Um, So, man. Thank you. This is, again, you're the best. <laughs> you're the best. But I hope that you guys got value out of this conversation because we certainly had a blast having this conversation. Um, as you prepare for next week's episode, go check out last week's episode. And always remember your dream is possible as long as you are willing to work for it. We'll see you guys next week.